Welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ. I'm here with Dan and Colin. Hey, what's up, guys? We won a game. That's exciting. Are you are you pumped right now? Um, pumped? I, I I am. Uh, let's let's see if. Uh... I think for no good reason at all, we figure out a way to win this game. Weird. Did you hear that? That was from last week's pod. If I uh, if I wasn't mistaken. Yeah, but there's you can do stuff. You can you can doctor stuff up. You know, it's a deep fake. Yeah, it's a deep fake. Yeah, you can't trust anything. I, uh, I didn't see you do it. You didn't listen either. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> that was so Just like most of the people in the world, Dan did not listen yeah. to the podcast last week. Yeah, I mean, not listen so to the pod. We, are, we are definitely all to blame from time to time. Yeah. Well, Colin and I got together and watched the game at this okay bar it was okay in fort green brooklyn yesterday which was cool um colin we had too many beers and at the end of the game colin was yelling really loudly and then was really confused when we won at who um it was a great experience i was yelling at anybody no just yelling we're getting hyped i was was allowing the hype to to percolate the hype Mm. was permeating the room well you say say, let's go colin I didn't say let's go. Um, however, I, I I had to go to the bathroom as soon as we scored that touchdown. And we missed the I was, two point. And then I missed the two point. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> nice. I come out of the bathroom <laughs> and I, I see TJ across the room up above this like um, – it's like a step up. It's like a platform area. Mm-hmm. And I just see you – I think you put your two fingers up in the air. Yeah. And yeah. didn't even say anything, and I was just like, "Wait, what? What? Like, I didn't understand." No, you were like, "You were like, no, don't do it, don't do it." I was like, "They already did it, and they caught it." Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, in that case. Yeah. Um, and quite the. Uh, I like how the play looked like it was gonna fail, and then Saquon just decided to use his vision for once, and that's the big story. Is uh, yeah, the return of Saquon. But before we get in talking yeah. about the game, guys, please follow Big Blue United and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You could follow us at BBU Pod Boys with a Z on Twitter. I'm out there arguing with people all day. Yesterday it was fun. I really enjoyed it. So uh, please at me, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Um, you can argue email with Dan. You. Yeah, argue with you. Can. you can email Dan directly at Big Blue United Podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Um, ask all the questions you want. We'll get you on the episode. If you email us, you can be on the episode. Just you can be a, be a permanent it. member of the pod yep. if you want. Yeah, yep, that's right. Just email us one time and say <laughs> I'm taking over the podcast. You'll be on it every week. <laughs> Download that uh, DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. And don't forget to check out buyraycon.com. Use promo code TPPN15 to get 15% off a pair of brand new, nice Raycon headphones. A little more on them later. And then our sponsor this week is, once again, Western Rise. Western Rise is an amazing clothing company. We are all huge fans. WesternRise.com. If you need something casual, something nice, something clean, you can get it all there. Men's clothes. I think that's it. Men's clothes, right? They have women's clothes? Either way. Yeah. It's a beautiful website. Stock up on your fall collection. Get it going. Westernrise.com. Uh, hopping in to this Titans game, which, you know, I don't, I don't want to say the Giants won. It was more like the Titans lost to the Giants. 21-10. Or I'm sorry, 21-20. Excuse me. Uh, which was the first Giants victory to open the season since 2016. Uh, the Giants really came out in the first half real flat. Real flat. Colin and I were watching, and we were not pleased with what we saw. I think we went to go smoke a cigarette at halftime, and we're kind of just like, I can't believe we're going to have 17 games of this 
offense again. <laughs> it looked like nothing had changed. And then they made some drastic improvements in the play calling um, in the second half and brought it back in one, which, you know, albeit on a missed field goal, but still I'll take the W as a W. Um, how you guys feeling right now about this victory, Colin? Uh, everything that happened for the positive were things that would never happen in the last 10 years with anybody running the team. It just wouldn't have happened. I mean, it wasn't great, but there was somehow a way to get dragged out of the doldrums because we thought we were right back in it and made something out of nothing. And I don't know. It was just, it was kind of cathartic. I mean, you saw people on Twitter and stuff saying, oh, the curse is lifted. No, the curse isn't lifted. It was one game. It was the first game. game. And it's a great way to start the year. Um, I liked a lot of what was able to be done with what we have. Um, and I have to say, I, uh, Andrew Thomas is going to be the left tackle for a very long time. And he's the, he was graded the best offensive lineman in the week, the entire week of all, all the teams. Best offensive player on the team as well. But that's not hard to do on this offense. Yeah. So, But still, I mean, I, I'll take that. If nothing else happened and, and that guy keeps playing out of, out of his head, I mean, I mean, even Neil played pretty well too. I mean, there was some uh, that that uh, the Baldy video that I sent you. Uh, yeah. Like I didn't. I wanted to dig into more of that because I feel like breaking down some of the blocking on there. He was he was basically like, look at all these plays where it wasn't even blocked well, but somehow they figured it out. It's like that would never had, happen in the past. He had some flashes. Neil let up two pressures, but I think that overall PFF did not give him a good grade. But yeah, first game. I, First game, big deal. Yeah, uh, I think. Oh, go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, Colin sort of touched on a bunch of things that I, that I was thinking about how this game went. As far as how I felt, it was you know when they were driving and they completed that pass down the sideline to, to put them like well into field goal range. I was like, oh, this is my comfort my comfort zone. Like, mm-hmm. I can't wait for this to, to to break this way. But you know, they they missed the field goal as Dable was wishing on the sideline, right? I hope this bastard's missed this kick. Isn't, isn't that what his quote was or something like that? Oh, did he actually say that? I didn't that? see that one. Oh, you didn't see it? And, the, and, the, <laughs> no. and the, so a reporter asked him, I forgot who it was, you know, what were you thinking uh, on the sidelines as as uh, the field goal attempt was happening? And he said, I hope this bastard missed the, misses the kick. Like, what do you think I was thinking? Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I, they, they flashed an interesting stat that the Titans won uh, six or, or – one six out of seven games last year decided by three points or less. So there might be a little like, you know, regression to the, to the mean here. But um, like Colin said, this is a win that happened because, you know, there, there is obviously some sort of synergy, some sort of chemistry between the team and the coach. We saw that throughout the game um, on the sidelines uh, after that last two point conversion was scored with uh, Saquon and, and Shep, the, basically the leaders of the team, the only people that I've seen, <laughs> aside from maybe one or two others, what this team has been through on a long-term basis. Um, just absolutely loving the hell out of Dable. Um, then the locker room footage afterwards, we, I'm sure we'll talk about that, but uh, it, I think this, the, the winner of this game and appropriately. So the game ball did go to Dable and Joe Shane. Love that. Um, that, that really warmed my heart. Um, I think we'll get into Daniel Jones, but I think he knows that wasn't going to cut it. Um, and the captains made the right choice and, and really realizing that this is a, start of a new thing um and still don't know if they're gonna be good this year <laughs> tj's got the stats i'm sure i've got a bunch of stats um you know there's definitely weakness around 
um, on the defense and the offense particularly, but um, there was a resiliency and a, and a culture shift that I think we're starting to notice. Um, so overall, super happy. That's why we're wearing the hats, I think. It, it's incredible that, got it. that it's a very similar game. If you were not looking at, if you didn't know the history, you didn't know what was most recently happening. You just looked at the game and the, the, the outcome it could have been any other giant game in, in history and you'd be like, all right, whatever. But like knowing everything that led up to this just makes it so much, I don't know, different. Yeah. It was like the, an exercising of, of at least a couple of demons. Yeah. Well, the feeling was immediate after yeah. the first half, you felt exactly the same as you did oh, last yeah. year, but you're just more confused. You're like, why, why is this? None of this make any sense based on what we saw or what we believe it would happen. And then second half was an entirely different story. And it was that fun brand of football that we were hoping for. Too. Yeah. That's what makes a difference. I think the giants came out in the first half and were totally flat, bad. They let up four sacks. And then Ugh. years prior, I think they would have come out in the second half and just laid another egg and lost, you know, that game or, or any game like this. Play for field position. Where probably. It gets tight. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> but we actually saw them come out and basically, you know, they saw the offensive line struggling. They moved to more uh, RPO play action. They took the ball out of Jones's hands. He only threw, I think, nine passes in the second half, one in the third oh. quarter altogether. Wow. Um, but still, I mean, what was the last time? <laughs> when was the last time you saw the Giants, um, you know, have an explosive offense? You got eight plays or 15 plus yards, three plays for 30 plus yards, three out of four scores in, from trips to the red zone, green zone, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, those stats alone just really go to show you that the coaching staff is making those adjustments at halftime, seeing the things that need to need to be fixed and not just rolling with the same game plan no matter what, which is what we've seen too often. That being said, I mean, the offense needs needs work. Two of 10 on third down is a rough one. Eight penalties, 45 yards, stuff that needs to be cleaned up. Jones, I think, is a good place to start. He did not really have a good game. Um, he, he Once again, I kind of, you know, how I felt in the preseason, Surgers came out and didn't really prove anything at all. He played okay. The whole line, you know, as we saw, what was it? 69% pressure he was under. So, I mean, he didn't really have a lot of time to throw. So you kind of fall into that sort of category where he is hard to, you know, um, critique. Grade. Yeah. Um, grade, however you want to put it. That being said, too, Jones held on the ball for almost three seconds every play, every drop back, fifth worst in the, in the league yeah. for the for week one. So he's not giving doing himself any favors. I mean, you want to say what you want about the fumble. Um, you know, that was just bad offensive line play, I think. But that interception was atrocious. Yeah, and I mean, if and you he look got at that, yeah, which is exactly what we want to see on the sideline. Yeah. We heard all summer about you know, it's okay to throw picks in practice, blah blah. Now we're in a game, and it's not okay to throw picks anymore. So to see Dayball go over there and really chew him out on what was you know a play that never should have a ball that never should have left his hand was yeah. cool to me. Um, you know, it, it, Jones is Jones. He's not an elite quarterback, and I don't think he's ever going to be. But if the people around him and specifically Saquon can carry this offense, I could see this team, you know, being a little more successful than we had anticipated uh, prior to the season starting. How you guys feel? The, the schedule's looking okay, especially with uh, tiny Dak Prescott being out for a couple of weeks. Little now. Dak That's... is out for six to eight. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Good, good to see the Cowboys have some misfortune. Always fun. Yeah. I think, I think if we're going to draw some, you know, ultra early conclusions, the, the, the playing field in the NFC East is a little more level than we might've thought. Uh, the Eagles look like they would score 70 points on us, but um, uh, you know, all things considered, you know, we're, it's, it's something that if things break right 
and someone out of the NFC East is going to get into the playoffs probably with like a a six seven one record based on how bad the NFC East is compared NFC in general is compared to the AFC. Um, you know, a team could sneak into the playoffs. I'm not saying that that's where my head's at right now. I think um, you know, there's a lot to clean up, like TJ said. Uh, but you know, I think we should concentrate a little bit on Daniel Jones because this story of the season is essentially Daniel Jones and Saquon as far as players go. Um, Saquon has one story, <laughs> went one way for Saquon, and I think it went the other way for Daniel Jones. There is stuff that he's just not evolving to, right? Those sort of simple reads that you have to have in your fourth year as a quarterback aren't he's aren't he's not getting them. That the interception to Saquon in the end zone was a pure stare down. He did not <laughs> look anywhere so else, threw it for so for no reason. Um, and that's a situation where we we they muffed the punt and we got the ball with in the like with the eleven yard line. You gotta you gotta score on that. You gotta come away with points in a game that tight. Bad, bad um, teams have to take advantage of those situations. Yeah, you know. And something that I read that uh that like is illustrative of how I feel about his playing a lot is I still think he's quick to check down really fast. Mm. Uh, I mean, not necessarily he's doing it fast, but he's checking down since obviously he's holding the ball. For I think Dan, that was the game plan in the second half was just come out and check down and run the ball, and it worked. It works. I mean, I don't think checking down is ever the game plan. Like they, they <laughs> well, ran, they, they ran were doing quick. They were, they were doing quick reads for him, like yeah, to get right. the ball out faster. But you know, so. Saquon ble- bleeding out into the flat or you know two yards down as as a release valve is is and throwing that every time is different than like you know quick hitting plays. I think. Sure. Um, anyway, it was just one of those. Jordan Renan like was freaking out on Twitter about uh, essentially David Sills being wide open. Uh, uncovered on the sideline there's a broken coverage is like very obvious it was like one of the the, the first reads in the play and he ended up checking down uh to saquon for for four yards um you know it, that that's a daniel jones decision i think obviously they put him in a better position in the second half to succeed um that resulted in him only throwing one pass in the third quarter <laughs> and that's also interesting um but yeah the big plays were huge saquon was old saquon um, that was encouraging, uh, and it was a feel-good catch, obviously for Shep. Um, underthrown pass, gotta say that he had to come back for that one. That even on the broken coverage too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That that was a little disappointing. Um, I don't know. I think it was a touchdown. Just, you know, it was a touchdown. Touchdown for sure. Yeah, touchdown for sure. I think. The oh, and that was just show so, you. That felt so good too. It did I'm feel seeing good. him score that too. He yeah. he needed that. We were Bad. pumped on that. We were. I'm sure everyone was really pumped on that. But yeah. uh, we didn't we didn't say Jones's numbers. So I mean, if you look at it, seventeen for twenty one seems efficient. But I think that just kind of goes to what you were saying, Dan. A lot of quick hits and checkdowns. I mean, one hundred eighty eight yeah. yards. That'll that'll tell you that too. Two touchdowns is obviously cool. I mean, yeah. If you take out that Shep throw of what was it, sixty seven yards? What What's is Daniel Jones really left of, with? That's yeah. more than a third of his yards. Yeah, average just depth on of his that pass. one play. How many passes do you think he threw over ten yards? It was um, not a lot. I don't no, know the exact I, number, I, but I, it's I, not a lot. I can't have <laughs> many of them. No, I, I, I wish I had that stat. But um. what I do love is that it's obvious that he knows that he's way more under the microscope than he than he has been in the past. I yeah. think that he has probably been just told outright, like, listen, you perform a certain way for a certain period of time. Look over your shoulder because we will take you out. Yeah, he's I mean, not, he's not an idiot man. either. Like he, you must know. No, but what I mean by that about. in the past is, I yeah. think the the Gettleman's and the the Jason Garretts of the world were well, for probably sure. very not quick to say anything like that because 
you know, Marrow was just like, well, he's our guy. So, you know, and that's the thing. Yeah. They didn't even need to, like, he just knew implicitly that nothing would happen to him because Dave Gettleman's entire career is based off of falling in full bloom love with him. And if he, he never, if, if, if he can keep up with this sort of game manager thing and not throw that interception, I could see him, you know, playing the rest of the year. But if he's going to turn the ball over, there's no way he's going to stay in the game because he's not making enough dynamic throws down the field or enough big plays to kind of justify those inter- that that crap interception. It's not just an interception. It's a really bad interception. Yeah. So if he can clean up the turnovers and kind of, you know, if he if he's throwing, you know, 25 passes a game for 200 yards and a touchdown, and, and that's not the end of the world if the Giants, you know, are playing better defense, which I think the defense played a little better than we might have thought. Hey guys, lately I've been listening to a lot of music, a lot of stuff I used to listen to back in the day, some punk rock, some uh, propaganda, uh, some newer stuff like Turnstile, you know, stuff that really rips, you know, fits my personality. Uh, and it's been great. And then one of the reasons it's been great is because I have my uh, new Raycon wireless earbuds. Um, really excellent, excellent earbuds. Um, they look, they feel, they sound better than ever, really. Um, they have optimized gel tips that fit in your ear perfectly. A lot of times I have problems getting my earbuds to get in my ear and stay in them. Um, they don't budge. They're good for running. Uh, they're good for moving around. They're good for pacing as you uh, watch the Giants uh, uh, play every every weekend. Um, you can get your earbuds in and not have to listen to uh, Joe Buck call the game. You can just, just put on uh, you know, Bob Papa or, or, or maybe just um, some heavy metal to get you through it. Um, and, and they'll get you covered. You know, they have eight hours of playtime, 32-hour battery life, uh, and, and the price is right. Uh, you get, you know, super high-quality audio, audio for half the price of some of those larger brands that you may have heard of, uh, you know, advertised uh, uh, more frequently uh, on, in traditional outlets. Um, and, and check it out for yourself. Their, their reviews are out there, 50,000 five-star reviews, um, just talking about how great these earbuds are, and I, I can attest to that as well. Um, and some other things, you know, you guys might appreciate is, is you can customize the sound profile on your headphone itself, which I love. Uh, you can you can really bring out the bass, articulate that, you know, cut down on the, on the treble if it's a little fizzy. Um, you know, make it right for the genre of music you're listening to. I'm listening to rap, I want it one way. If I'm listening to metal, I want it a different way. Um, this also got the, the tap functions on to start and stop your, your music or your, your podcast right on the on the side, right next to your ear. Um, and awareness mode, which is great if you're if you're running or, or outside doing stuff, you can uh, put in awareness mode, and it allows a little bit of transparency uh, to get through to the earphone, uh, get through from your outside to your ear, uh, which is crucial if you don't want to get run over or anything like that. Um, so I use my, my my Raycons for you know in the office, listening to music, listening to pods, outside yard work, running. Um, it's a really great earbud, really great price. So uh, if you're interested, I highly recommend it. Go to buyrycon.com today. Use the code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Rycon order. That's code TPPN15 at buyrycon.com to score 15% off. Buyrycon.com, code TPPN15. Um, But I mean, I think the other big storyline is obviously Saquon, which you touched on a second ago. But I just want to share my favorite stat of the game, which was he had 164 yards and 123 of them were after contact. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. He was, he looked really good. Um, and then, you yeah. know, he had, he ran 23 routes. So they're really using him in the passing mm. game, seven, six catches on seven targets, 30 yards is whatever. I mean, still great. He almost, you know, going up to that 200 yard from scrimmage, you know, pace that he 
looks like in his rookie year. I got to say the one thing that I saw was like, you know, on that 68 yard play, um, you could tell he was back when he turned the corner. You could tell that he's, he is a dynamic athlete. Like I was saying this yesterday to Colin, like he could probably just go into a major league baseball game and pitch, pitch the the, the game because he's that, (laughs) he's that athletic, you know? Yeah. And even if you take out that 68-yard run, he what 9.1 yards a carry. You take out that run, it's still 5.5 yards a carry. So I think Saquon is back. I know we've said a lot of mean things about him, just, you know, specifically about his, his draft position, but he's going to have a big year if he stays healthy, and I'm really happy he's a giant right now. Whether he, or not that, that isn't, translates to a new contract, we'll find out. And, and he continued what little we saw in the preseason of regardless of, of how many times he was asked by the media about dancing behind the line and stuff like that and him defending how he runs. Regardless, he's showing himself to be more of a, 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 a north and south runner than he's ever been. And he's, try, he's like making a point of it. The only time he re- really ever danced around was for the two-point uh, yeah. conversion because he had to. Yeah. Otherwise, it was like, all right, if I'm going to get these two yards, I'm getting the two yards. That wasn't even more of a dance than he was just like some weird move to misdirect a defender. You know, yeah. I think that was just a really great display of athleticism, too, yeah. as subtle as it is. Well, there was two guys in the backfield. There was nowhere to go. So yeah. I might as well use my speed, my power and get around and just put my head down. Yeah, he's certainly been more decisive. I, I feel like, you know, not only on that two point conversion, but, you know, throughout the game, there was opportunities where I think in the last two years, he would have, you know, bubbled it out and, and tried to get more by, by pulling it out. But instead he saw, you know, the three, four yards in front of him and, and just took what he could get, which, you know, kept things alive and kept things moving and manageable. Um, but you can tell he feels healthy and he, and he's yeah. playing pissed off. He's playing pissed yeah. off at, at mostly at you, Dan, but Colin and I too, to some degree, <laughs> but seriously, like he, he, you know, he's, he's sick of getting hated on, you know, yeah. coming out of college, you might've thought, you know, pencil his name in in the hall of fame before he even had a snap you know that's how good he looked obviously the injuries derailed him but right now he's coming out and and he's looking fresh and he's looking mad and 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 it's nasty and it's nice and and you need someone on the offense with with something because it doesn't really look like we have anything else going for us offensively at this point and and he's not running with richie james uh, with that caution feel that you see from people coming off of uh, some trusting that knee now yeah exactly yeah that was who he was saying he's when he had the injury uh, you know, they said, you know, it usually it takes two years. The first, the first season back, you're not going to feel right. It's not going to go right. And then the second year, you'll, you'll get back. And he wa- yeah. wanted not to believe that. And he tried to ignore it. Um, and they got him in more trouble. That's when he's talking about his, his mindset this year as to last year. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, he's saying he says he feels great. He's ready to roll. I like to imagine that the conversation between him and Dable at whatever point over the summer was like, listen, man, I don't know what's going to happen in your future. But I can tell you, I'm going to put you in the best position to play your best football. And whether that means you're doing it with the Giants or somewhere else, like we believe in your talent, regardless of you know the future. And let's like let's make it happen. And it let's seems like Saquon's got his back. He's got his back. Um, Dable obviously knows what he's doing and knows that Saquon's the most legitimate offensive yeah. you know weapon 80, we have. Eighty three percent of the snaps he played. So yeah. that I love to see him get more passes. Yeah, you know, I like to see him out wide. I like to see him, you know, not just cut average five yards a catch, which isn't bad, but, um, you know, get him out in space. That's when he's 24 touches total. I think you could get him more. I think you get him, try to get him 30. Yeah. Minimum a game. Jonathan Taylor had 11 carries in the first quarter. Yeah. (laughs) That's insane. Um, Not for nothing. uh, Yeah. I mean, I touched on on the, the running backs a little bit. Brita didn't look that bad. 
Breeden's always good. He's just injury prone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, whole but, I mean, offense rushing looked good, basically. Yeah. Can we start talking about the wide receivers a little bit or the absence yes. thereof? Yeah. I, I, I do want to talk about that. Actually, I mean, if you want to bring up the first absentee, Tony played seven snaps, didn't catch any balls. He only had two runs for 23 yards. But, boy, that first run he had when you oh saw God. it, you were like, man, <laughs> this guy is fun to watch. Yeah. So fun to watch. And I know, Dan, you were looking forward to seeing him the most. Yep. And then yep. he hardly played. And then Dayball said he that he snaps. basically didn't earn – he didn't earn – the the uh, right to play more which is that uh, qu- that's quite the telling quote i'll say yeah i that's, i think oh go ahead Tom. well I, I it's just like you wonder you wonder what's going on and and you see you ask why someone of that talent doesn't get more playing time and then he says something like that and it just kind of it connected the dots for me i mean who knows maybe he he practices crap you know like his practice yeah. acumen is maybe he hasn't he, practiced well, that too. Stay on the field, and when you're there, like, you know, yeah. put that extra effort in. And I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell. You're not there. There's but, a couple but, assumptions that I'm making. Uh, what do you think? I, I think that obviously Dable knows what kind of player he is and what he can do in the field, as evidenced by the two times when he got in the game and had like the most dynamic, you know, that run and and the and the the pass that didn't ever happen, but he still got five yards out of a totally broken play, mm-hmm. um, like. I think he realizes that if he can get Tony playing and trying and working hard, then like that's an exponential changer for the offense. And he realizes how valuable it is, but he, how he can't mess it up early on. So from all reports, everything we've heard for the past two years is he's sort of a mercurial dude. No one knows like what he's thinking, what he's doing, you know, what motivates him. So I think this is a gamble, not a gamble, but a strategy for Dable to, you know, you showed up, but you didn't put in what you think you put in. Like you'll get in the game. We'll give you a taste. Meanwhile, I'm going to develop this amazing chemistry with the rest of the team. People are going to be buying in. I'm going to be dancing in the locker room. Mm. I'm going to be creating this culture that you've never seen before and that you want to be a part of um, and bank on him buying in uh, to what he's missing out. I think it's a FOMO play essentially. Yeah. You know, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, and you know, what plays into that even more. Richie James basically played his role the whole game. Yeah. And like you see Richie James out there doing that. Imagine what you could do with yeah. what was it? Richie James had five receptions. Five for 60. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He might have had more targets though, I think too. Um, but I think it's just like, it's got to be so tasty. If he, if, if essentially Tony cares about football at all, which you need to, to be successful, like this should stir that up in him and make him want to be a part of it. Cause there's yeah, wh- so much opportunity, so much opportunity. Why reward someone on a team where, you know, you're not, you're not really going to the Super Bowl. Like not going to the Super Bowl. You have plenty of other dudes that are young that, you know, obviously Wandale went out early. But I yeah, mean, you, if, Tony, if Tony's not going to put in the effort at practice, then you're going to want to get Wandale as many snaps as he can and get the ball in his hands and get that experience and, you know, develop him. If Tony doesn't look like a guy who's going to want to ever practice or put, you know, himself out in the field, it is what it is. He's not your guy. You didn't draft yeah. him. You know, maybe you get something in return for him and maybe, some, you know, but like you said, Dan, if this coaching staff, if this culture isn't going to win him over, I don't know where the hell you send him right. other than to like, you know, maybe you trade him to, uh, you know, a team who's the number one first overall seed, you know, going to the yeah. playoffs week, you know, the week 17 and he'll, maybe he'll be happy on that team. But it's just weird. And I think, you know, it's fully just him not trying in practice. Yeah. And that's yeah. all this has been about from the beginning. Yeah, but I think Dable knows if he can get him right or get him in, like it folded in how he needs to be, that that's 
going to be one of the biggest, biggest successes that you could have from like a player relationship standpoint, you know, the whole year, everyone else, you know, gets it. He, he's such a, a hard guy to figure out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, also you know, hard to figure out. I would say Kenny Galladay. Galladay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Two for uh two for 22. 22. I don't know how many targets he had, but just Who clearly cares? not a big part two, of this game plan. Two targets. Not a big yeah. part of this game plan. No, he sucks. Um, well, I want to touch it's, on. I don't know oh, if he sucks or just like they like he's just not the right fit in this offense, and he knows it, or he or he knows they're bad. I don't know what it is, but I feel like Kenny Galladay can still be a good wide receiver in the NFL. Just maybe not, not for the Giants. Um, I didn't see, and I think it was we were told or or we saw it flash across the screen because we obviously we couldn't listen to the game because we had to listen to oasis a majority of the time because that's what this bar was that's playing right. i guess it's for the queen or something like that i don't it was know a, it was yeah really... sports bar that only played oasis for it all was, the all the games it was stupid but somehow we saw that wandell was out and we didn't see the play where it happened i i, I don't know if anyone did or if he was like on the side like not in camera view i like i didn't even really see or hear anything um, I know Dable said it's day to day, but he's like, you know, injuries are super close to the vest for him. So who knows what that means? But it yeah. bums me out. And it actually goes to what I said. Um, it was either last week or the week before about how you, you, you're afraid of uh, a rookie wide receiver that may not know enough to protect himself from getting blasted uh, out of nowhere as a undersized guy on the field. And I get I, I don't know. That's. What? What? No, nothing. Um, my my screen just turned like a weird color on the on the YouTube video. I don't know if either you yeah, guys have you ever saw seen that, but it was paranormal activity, out. Colin. Yeah, oh, it was, some weird shit going on. It was like some weird thing floating yeah. above me. It was an aura. I totally zoned out once I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I, I did too. I saw it, and Dan and I, and I saw that Dan saw it, and he was really confused, and I was too. And then like he just kept talking, but I was just not paying any attention. Well, you started making a face like I'm saying some ridiculous thing. No, I'm like, you were well, making you were making valid points from what from what I. The funny thing about losing that train up was you started talking about Kenny Galladay and you ended up talking about a small rookie. So did you transition to Wendell Robinson? I did. Okay. Yeah, he was talking. I, about I missed the, the transition part. You, uh, you know, because I wanted to go back to the fact. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The injury and stuff. Anyway, like that. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I hope <laughs> he's not. The ghosts don't come back. This is uh, no, this is Gettleman's ghost coming, coming back. Yeah. I think Gettleman's here, man. You're not talking about me enough. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. Don't hurt me. God. Um, wide receiver, tight end. The only thing I want to mention is, like, you know, we were lamenting the tight end group. One one catch by a tight end this game. Yeah. You know, they did block pretty well. Yeah, Bellinger was all over That's the Nice downfield field blocks, just that really – supported the, some of those longer gains yeah i don't think they would have some of those five yard runs or you know 15 yard runs would have been five yard runs if some of those blocks downfield yeah. weren't happening so is, that is was my, cool is myrick like decent like what's going on there i don't think he's one of 10 dudes him. to catch a touchdown pass <laughs> last year. I, I know and he, he just always ends up in the in the right place at the right time and he, he's on you know. the team i think we yeah. need i think we need some more evidence before we say him yeah that is good so let's not, talk I about. Say, I didn't say he was good. It's like, is there something serviceable? There? Say a yeah. little bit. Let's, let's, let's keep with the blocking. Talk a little bit more O line, even though we, we already touched on it. But the one I do want to give one blocking stat for Saquon, real quick. Oh God! He had three pass blocking snaps and allowed run pressure. So that sucks. Typical uh, Saquon pass blocking. Why is he there. so bad at that? 
Uh, it just doesn't work. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be working on it enough, right? Who knows? It, I mean, you think he has the physicality for it. Maybe he just doesn't care. Sure does. Sure does. Um, I mean, I guess we kind of talked a lot about the O-line. I just, you know, want to reiterate that Andrew Thomas mm-hmm. crushing it. Yeah. Super happy. Um, I think generally with this unit, we've seen that the run blocking is sort of where it needs to be. But the pass blocking is really deficient, obviously, mm-hmm. with the five yeah. sacks, four in the first half. Again, they did come out with a little more RPO play action in the second half, really helped the line out. Line looked a lot better, less throwing, more running. Um, you know, I think the injuries yeah. are the injuries. Um, Izudu and Brendison seem to be splitting reps at, at left guard. They both played like crap. Evan Neal played okay. Kulinski was, you know, middle, bottom on, on PFF grades. Um, work in progress, I think. You know, you guys know that a lot of times, like, continuity is really important to lines and then they gel together. Hopefully, you know, decide on Izudu or, or Brendison there until Lemieux comes back. Um, but otherwise, you know, this is kind of your starting unit the rest of the year. So yeah. I, I'm curious to see if this gets better. And it, and it probably has to, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, you know, something you can always lean on for to legitimize your argument in this case is that there's only three preseason games. And mm-hmm. this was the fourth preseason exactly. game. And then they always yep. used to say that the first four games of a regular season anywhere are, for, are basically preseason um, so given the age of these guys and the fact that none of them played together last year, uh, <laughs> oh, so uh, bad. you can lean into that theory a little bit. Stop drinking it, dude. No yeah. making well, it. You own a, I opened, a beard, you know, I opened, dis- the, can- I opened the cans. <laughs> I actually got this for free, but I opened the can. So I figured I'd finish it. Just uh, if you're watching guys, don't try the L wife, Taniwa triple IPA tastes like a can of vodka. Ew. That's <laughs> not good. Um, oh God, it's so nasty. I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> nothing. Uh, I will also say that I think, again, they looked a lot better in the second half as did the rest of the team. They were moving the line around, um, which spoke a lot about the scheme fit and the adjustments. It was great to see so much motion and so much uh, sort of creating momentum even before the snaps in a certain sense. But um, there's a couple highlights like we saw in the, the Baldi's breakdown. That he shouted out Azudu a number of times. Yeah, Obviously, the they didn't expect him to like play at all. Yeah, um, yeah, but uh, the fact that he got there and it had some, you know, you know, he 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 made his presence be felt. He's a big dude. Yeah, but um, yeah, hope, just hopeful that they, they'll continue to gel a bit. Um, and when they gel, the whole offense will look a lot smoother, and they can do a lot more cool things. So I, I think I've had worse feelings about the offensive line in recent years. Essentially, <laughs> agreed. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm with you, but it takes some time. Oh, man. First week of the NFL is over. It was so amazing. It was like Christmas. But action is just getting started. Get ready for week two of touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Want more action? Everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings' early win promotion. It's simple. This Sunday, bet on any NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. So, download DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use the promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, let's pop into the defense. I think the biggest thing for me on, on defense is, you know, just keeping Derrick Henry 82 yards on 21 carries, which is 
kind of what I said the Giants would have to do to win the game. Um, you know, specifically that that Tay Crowder hit was just great. Oh, really put him to sleep. Yeah. I love to see that. Um, Henry only had three missed tackles the whole game, so I think that kind of goes back to some of the stuff we were saying in the preseason about you know the pat- tackling just looked a lot better. That's actually translating now to uh, the regular season. And then the only other thing I, I want to mention really is, is can you believe after basically being thrown on the scrap heap at the end of the year last year, not playing at all, that Zimenez would come in and be your highest rated defender, six tackles, two B, QB hits and a pass defense, really filling, you know, Aziz and Kayvon shoes who didn't play at all. Yeah. Um, you know, another, I, I want to just throw out a couple more stats before, uh, before yeah. you guys go actually, cause I got a few more good ones. Um, so the Giants only had five pressures on 39 dropbacks, blitzing on 54% of their snaps. Yeah. So it's not great numbers, but again, you know, your best two pass rushers are not in, not playing all game. So, I mean, you have to be, you know, we saw Roche come in. You have to be happy with war, how Ward played too. So it looks like the pass rushing depth is, is much better. I'm just really interested to see what happens when all four of those guys are healthy, being rotated and staying fresh. That's going to be an interesting thing for this team. And not to mention, I, I'd say the blitz packages were probably still pretty vanilla. Uh, I don't think we really saw any corner or safety blitzes outside of what he was playing around with in the preseason. He'll probably wait until we have Aziz and, and Kayvon back before sprinkling and that kind of stuff. So I thought yeah. that was, you know, all considering it just goes to show how much Wink likes to blitz if we're still at 54% and we were barely doing it. That's funny. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they played the style of defense they had to play based on you know, the type of, type of talent that was ultimately on the field and the type of team they were playing and that they're not a particularly um, threatening pass pass offense, especially now that A.J. Brown's gone. Um, you know, the thing that we all have to acknowledge, and I said in one of my group chats, is that you, know, you, you can't really stop Dontrell Hilliard. You can only hope to contain him. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> what, what is that? Is, is he the new um, – um... <laughs> What's his name? The guy from Austin Scott. Yeah. Oh yeah. Essentially. I mean, he's a pass catching, you know, fast running back, which we went all the way down the, the roster to, to Tom and Fox to see if he can cover him. You know, what is he? A seventh round rookie out of North Carolina. Um, <laughs> hey, he had a sack on ever. the day. Give he him, did. Him, I mean, he's fast, right? I think what yeah. we, we were doing the previews. He was like the, the all time tackle leader in, in North Carolina or not all time, but in the top like five or something. He's like a fast, you know, basically, like he's huge. He's six three. Yeah, he's got two sixty. Yeah, it's pretty average for NFL. But for linebacker. speed like that, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, try to pull it all the stops to stop Dontrell, but um, he really. <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> killing us, man. Killing yeah. us. Him and Kyle Phillips uh, really, really drove me crazy. Yeah. Um, it's funny though, because the secondary actually, Adori and uh, Aaron Robinson were like, was uh, number one was Zimenez, then Dexter Lawrence, yeah. and then the two starting uh, cornerbacks yeah. were the hi- highest rated guys too. So every that, time there's that's a pass, that's got to give thought. you some give you some good feelings inside, yeah. right? I mean, all I know it's Ryan Tannehill, but still, yeah. yeah. And all, all considering too, Robinson didn't look nearly as bad as he did in the preseason, so that's good, I guess. Yeah, he made a couple plays, I, I, if yeah. I remember correctly. Pass defense, I, I, yeah. yeah. He, I think he got – he was called – was he called for interference? I think he got away for a pass – a pretty – Yeah, pretty at least he maybe got away with one, but yeah, either yeah. way, you know. Yeah, I don't think – I mean, there's there's not a ton to say. I don't think about the defensive showing. I think I think they basic probably out outplayed expectations based on who, who started for them. And, yeah. um, 
you know, hopefully there is more flexibility in, in the, the ethos of, of blitzing so much. I think if anyone paid attention to the, the Cardinals chiefs game and blitzing good quarterbacks like that is, is probably not going to end up well for a team that has a secondary support. Um, it just doesn't work anymore. I don't think in general, but um, you know, they, they didn't lose the game for us and they kept it close. There's definitely some, some real breaks um, as far as, you know, like that punt fumble and, and all that other stuff. But uh yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, also, also to consider the Giants only ran with one deep safety or no safety on sixty-five yeah. percent of their snaps, so mm. they were coming and they were ready for the run. Obviously, yeah. so I think you know, Dan, you're right when Smart. they when they get tested by better quarterbacks. But you know, but you, if you look at the schedule, which we can talk about later, they're not going to really be playing any really great quarterbacks for a little while now that Jack is out. But we'll, Baker. We'll <laughs> he sucks before before we, we we talk about the panthers we really have to just touch on the special teams oh yeah, atrocious well I except mean, for, listen except for jamie gillen the scottish hammer is is my is you know i need to get the jersey or yeah. or the shirt something yeah, but he looks man. great he looks yeah. punting like really well but mo- mostly it's the coverage Richie james is pretty good yeah Richie yeah. james yeah but I, I think the coverage is really the issue yeah. 26 yard punt so the titans t- first touchdown they let up another 52 yard kickoff that was negated by a penalty, thankfully. Um, this has been happening since the preseason. Um, now, you know, you can't, you know, McGahee wants to make, or McGahee wanted to make, you know, excuses that the roster wasn't set and that things are going to be get, getting better once he had the final roster and all of his guys. That didn't look like it happened. So, no. I mean, I don't know what you guys want to say about special teams other than, like, good, bad teams can't have a bad special teams and win games. I, I, it's I too just- hard. I I mean, maybe I just don't know the intricacies and the, the art of special teams, but, like, how could you be that bad at coverage? How is Lane that possible? integrity. Yeah, well, what? You're just, like, running willy-nilly and not, like, actually sticking to your assignment and everyone's doing it I think that's probably it, it. I think that's yeah. probably it. You got guys who might not be as disciplined as some of the other guys on your team because it's the fringe roster guys usually playing those spots. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, maybe – if you get to play three, three, you know, plays a game, you, you want to sprint down there and make the tackle. Maybe you are not playing your role and just playing for yourself. I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah. just a thought, you know, anything else on the special teams, Dan? No, just overall disappointing. Um, yeah. Like I think we're talking about, it's, it's really uh, an area where it's about being well coached and disciplined and, and just trying hard rather than the skill. Um, so Hopefully it'll get better. Again, we can choose to look at this as the fourth preseason game of eight, (laughs) (laughs) whatever that analogy is. (laughs) Um, But yeah, again, just looking for, for small victories, baby steps, pretty much in every facet of this, of this team. So um, not really staying up at night about special teams. No. Yeah. I haven't slept in days thinking about that special teams. (laughs) It's killing me. Um, uh, next week, guys, Giants are getting opening at home against the Panthers. Currently, our two and a half point favorites. That's why, oh. yes, Jesus. Giants are favored over the Panthers. Wow. Um, when was the last time that happened? By the way, we we, we are undef- we are over five hundred for since for the first time since two thousand sixteen. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Can you believe? Insane? I can't believe how many years it's been since they won the first game of the year. Wild. <laughs> it's insane. We're Crazy. just so used to it never happening that yeah. But um, I think that this is a very winnable game for the Giants. I think the Panthers, especially Baker, coming off what is probably a very painful loss to the Browns, his former yeah. team. Exactly. I think yeah. his mind's, mind's in the wrong place. I think the Giants' minds are in the right place. And it's home. I think that this is a really important game to win because if you are if you win this game and then you roll into 
the only primetime game of the year against the Cowboys and Dak Prescott is not playing and things start to come together for people mm. to see on primetime, all of a sudden the Giants aren't a joke anymore. The Giants have something going for them. Yeah. So this is a huge game. It's a huge game just for the rest of the season in terms of momentum for the rest of the year, in terms of you know coming out in your new regime and looking solid. I think the Giants have a really good shot to win, and I don't think the Panthers are a good team, and I don't think they're well-coached either. I think the rosters are similar. They might have a little edge on quarterback, um, but the coaching of the Giants is going to push them over the edge, I think, for this game. I agree with that. I don't know if I can go out and say that we're, we're going to win it. Um, but I think, yeah, that we have every, every shot and you can ride the momentum of, of yesterday right into it. Let's see if them, they get a good week of practice in, get some, uh, you know, some of the walking dead back and see yeah. what they can put together. Yeah. If they're going to, if they're going to win against the Titans away, then you are, you know, there's no reason to believe they're not going to be in this game to the end or could likely win this game. Um, again, hopefully get a couple of people back there. The Panthers, offense you know as that full strength against the browns um and didn't look good mm. um cmc not like, didn't get hurt yet cmc's still alive apparently oh. but uh you know rushed for 33 yards Oof. um i mean the browns defense granted is, is pretty good um, they are good but uh still cmc should be getting you know more than 33 yards on 10 carries what was the the uh the vibe of that game in general was it very um was it sloppy was it uh, a defensive struggle kind of thing did, I, did you watch it then I, I didn't even see the highlights of it at all i don't i don't have a sunday ticket. i oh, I, I, uh, I watched the highlights of all the games and they showed one play from that game so i'm assuming mm, yeah. it wasn't very interesting uh yeah. but yeah I, I you know i saw baker look real upset at the end of the game so that was the only highlight i needed yeah we don't want to <laughs> get angry baker um yeah. Yeah, but you sad, should, Baker. it'd be nice to get some guys back on defense. It, nice to get Tony in for maybe double or triple Couple amount plays. of plays he was yeah. in this this week. Uh, it should be fun. Like it's it's the first time where I'm going into a game not assuming we're going to lose. Yeah, you know so that's cool. That is cool that in is like cool. an honest way, not like yeah. by diluting myself. Um, so yeah, it, is it, it's a uh, is it away or home? So it's it's home. home, home, home baby. I'll be oh, there. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, I'll be Nick, there. Nick, our buddy Nick, who was on last week, will be there with his wife and his two sons for their the kids' first time seeing the Giants play, which is Ooh, pretty sweet. Um, I, I think a couple of my cousins are going to be there. I'm going with my dad. I'm going to try to. This might be like the week to try to get together with some of the other crazy podcast people. Maybe You're I'll reach go to out. a lot. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll reach out to I don't know. Nicky snacks. You should and... text Hefe. He'll probably be there. I yeah. I I think that might have to happen. That they all think cool. hang out in the same yeah. area. So yeah. should get a a, you know, a big blue United pod T shirt or something. You gotta, you gotta represent. It's not a bad idea. Actually, I'll mock one up for you. Huh? We'll we'll, we'll uh, steam press it. Just get something. a uh, just get a white T shirt and a sharpie and just write BBU Pod Boys Z- yeah. with a Z. And then draw a picture of, of Brandon Jacobs as the juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> Because you know I, I've got the greatest illustration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's artist. why it's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, that's cute. Did you did your your nephew or niece draw that for nope. you? You're like, no. I did. No, I did. It, just me. it took me like six hours last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, predictions for the game, guys. Dan, you go first. I, I know we canceled this last year, but we brought it back last week, so I'm going to keep doing it until someone gets mad about it again. I'm going to say 
Giants pull away with a win, twenty-one to twenty. Oh. <laughs> just, just <laughs> keep keep the continuity. Yeah, we win every single game this year that we win by that score line. Yeah, yeah. That's just the way we do it. Just um, got to land on the magic numbers. Either win by a point or lose by a point every single game. I have. I just for the strangest reason, I feel like this is going to be a lot more high scoring than we expect it to be for no good reason. Maybe there's some crazy turnovers. Uh, who knows? Uh, which, by the way, of course, um, Bradbury interception for a yeah, touchdown. Saw that. To really, really dig it in there. Thanks, Dave. Um, yeah, I don't know. Had a you know, that was actually one of the only good contracts he signed. It was the yeah, other ones around that one that they had. They should have, you know, either way. Um, they would have dumped Galladay and kept Bradbury, but I don't know what the numbers looked like on that. So we we, we win uh, 34-30. Ooh, okay. I would love to break 30 points. Yeah. I, I actually wrote sick. down uh 31-17, but I think okay. the Panthers maybe could score a little bit more than that. But I'm I'm on my first win of the year high right now, even though I know the Giants probably should have lost if they made yeah. that field goal at the end of the game, um, which they didn't, but they did make it. So you gotta, you gotta believe. We're sitting here happy at one and oh, and I'm feeling good, and I'm feeling like we're gonna come out next week and the offense is gonna keep on rolling. Thanks for listening. Please follow Bigly Nut on Facebook and our Instagram. You can follow us at BBU Pod Boys of the Z on Twitter. Don't forget to call the Pigskin Podcast Network at the Pigskin Pod Net on Twitter. Download the DraftKings app. Use promo code TPPN. Go to buyraycon.com. Use promo code TPPN15 to get 15% off your order. And don't forget to check out westernrise.com. Yeah, yeah. Mess it up. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. See you next week.